For a limited time at Sprint, get $50 for each new phone you lease when you switch. That's right. You'll get $50 for each new phone on a prepaid MasterCard issued by MetaBank member FDIC. Just register for the card online and you're good to go. Get a network built for unlimited and a great price at Sprint. It's the best of both worlds. And get $50 on a prepaid MasterCard for each phone you lease. Visit a Sprint store this weekend only for sizzling Sprint Saturday deals. Card terms, conditions, and expiration apply. Welcome to the Passionpreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan C. Green. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Passionpreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Green, and I'm excited about another episode for those who may have missed last week's episode uh, or any of the past episodes and you want to go ahead and catch up, you can go to www.thepassionpreneurs.com and catch up on any of our past episodes. Uh, Again, I want to uh, welcome you to the show. This is the show all about helping people turn your passions into profitable enterprises. Uh, So again, I'm your host, Ryan Green. And if you want more information on what the Passionpreneur Movement is all about, our upcoming conference in 2016, uh, the Passionpreneur Project, uh, anything Passionpreneur related, more resources, just go and join us at www.thepassionpreneurs.com. Make sure you join the email list, follow us on social media, uh, then go over to ryancgreen.com. It's green with the E for more tools and resources on what I do. If you want to book me to come on out and speak or teach a seminar, workshop, wherever you are, uh, you can go and find all that information at ryancgreen.com. Follow me on Twitter at I am Raji. You can follow me on Facebook at I am Raji page. Now, this show, again, you know, I'm I'm excited because, uh, you know, I'm going to pick up and piggyback rather on last week's episode. I shared a lot of good information about um, how to uh, create the best comeback ever. And now this week, I want to talk to you about three steps to reigniting your fire within. I have three things I want to teach you today. And again, you know, these podcasts are not very long, but they're going to be power packed. Uh, not a whole lot of fluff. I'm going to give you good information to change your life that you can take with, you can listen to uh, while, you're jog- while you're jogging, while you're, you're working, while you're driving your car, uh, whatever it may be. I want to give you information that's going to change your life and hopefully inspire you and motivate you to do more and be more. Uh, so we're going to talk about today three steps to reigniting your fire within. We're talking about becoming a passionpreneur. On uh, upcoming weeks, we have several passionpreneur spotlights that we're going to have. I'm going to share that with you a little later on in the show, uh, so you got to stay tuned. Uh, but I want to uh, really give you three three steps, uh, three keys, three secrets uh, to reigniting your fire within. Because really, being a passionpreneur is all about living your life on fire. It's about living your life and doing the things that you're most excited about doing the things that make you feel most alive when you're doing it. Uh, so I want to share uh, three secrets. And, and these secrets, you know, I have the book coming out, Becoming a Passionpreneur, which is coming out early 2016. I'm going to give you guys, those who are listening to the show today, uh, you're going to get a sneak peek. You're going to be the first ones to actually hear 
parts of this book. You know, I'm going to share some stuff uh, straight from the book uh, that no one's ever heard before. And no one who uh, is not listening to the show will ever hear until the book comes out. Uh, so for you being a Passion for North podcast listening, uh, listener, rather, you're going to be able to get this information and be months ahead of everyone else because you're going to have it first. Uh, so I want to give you, again, these three steps to reigniting your fire within. And the first step, the first thing when, that, uh, when you're talking about reigniting your fire within is uh, rekindle your passion. And we're talking about reigniting your fire. We're talking about rekindling your passion. Now, some of you may be familiar with the story on how the passion for noise even came about. Uh, but for those of this may be your first time tuning in, your first time uh, following me, I just want to share the story on how this all started. You know, one day, you know, I was shopping at Wegmans uh, grocery store and, and the cashier said to another cashier, uh, she said, yes, it's 1217. And the other cashier asked what well, she was so excited about. And the first cashier said she's excited because she gets off at 4 p.m. She was at work, and all she could think about was getting off of work. I was a customer in the line, and while she was supposed to be focused on serving me, while Wegmans was paying her to work for them, while so many other people out there wished they could have her job, the only thing in mind was leaving for the day. And as crazy as it was to me, I wasn't even shocked because so many of us fall into that same trap. We fall into the trap where the only thing we're excited about when we're going to work is getting off of work. And, you know, how many people go to work every day and actually hate what they do? People go to jobs for 8, 10, sometimes even 12 hours, and the thing they're most motivated about at work is getting off of work when their time is up. They watch the clock all day, waiting to go home, where they may spend four to five hours on average living their life, doing the things that make them happy before they go to bed, wake up the next morning, and do it all again. And I've spoken to tens of thousands of people. Sometimes I've done day-long, eight-hour seminars, and never once have I midway through the seminar around noon thought to myself, man, I can't wait until 5 o'clock so I can go home. I'm always like, I could do two or three more days of this. The fact is, once you tap into your passion, once you tap into the thing that you're excited about, the thing that gives you uh, your life meaning and purpose, you find yourself no longer counting hours. When I'm at work and doing what it is that, that I was created to do, when I'm actively creating, there is no clock in my head. There is no, I can't wait for this to be over. There is no, when do I wait? Because I'm in my purpose and I'm doing what I was created to do. Never, and I never wanted to end. My only wish is that you know more people, especially you listening, understood that and could feel that too. There, there's... Here we go. All right. There, there's some something out there that will make you feel that feeling as well. Maybe you already know what it is, but have stopped pursuing it. Or maybe you're still searching and find, uh, to find it. But it's out there. We get so stuck on we got to pay bills. We got to accumulate things. We got to do uh, things that give us some appearance of status that make us look good to other people over doing what gives us true fulfillment and purpose. We get so caught up on things like, what will people think of me? If I'm not making this amount of money, if I'm not holding this title or driving this car, you know, that's just silly to me. I just wish that more people understood the true joy and fulfillment that comes you're truly purposed uh, to do. So, you know, that's what the show is about. That's what the whole Becoming a Passion Panora movement and project is really all about, is really get you to tap into what you were purposed to do, what makes you excited, and what uh, and what you're passionate about, focusing 100% of your energy 
into going after that. I spent so much time in my life trying to do the things I felt were quote unquote right. I felt I had to do uh, what what was right by society standards, my family and friends standards, and what others felt I should be doing in order to be considered successful. Every time I found myself settling to appease others, I found myself feeling more miserable. I was it was only you know those times that I was fully pursuing my passion that I felt alive, happy, and fully available to be used by God. Sometimes consequences of our past decisions in life catch up with us and force us to make decisions where we have to put dreams on the back burner in order to survive. But right now, you have to work and you need income. So you, you so you get any job just to take care of your immediate needs. There's there's not much good that happens when you're broke. So a job is a good thing. Some income is always better than no income at all. But uh, but once you get past the point of needing income, transition into a mindset of needing fulfillment. There aren't too many jobs that are are designed to give that fulfillment to you. Think back to when you were in elementary school, when we when you were asked what you wanted to do when you grew up. What was it that got you excited? What was it that when you were in a room alone that you could just do for hours on end? Even today, what is it that you love to do and can't ever seem to get enough time to dedicate to doing it? Those are the things that you need to tap into. Those are the foundation of your passion, that fulfillment you get from those things where money isn't even attached to it. That's your passion. Find that thing that gets you excited, get the blood going, and makes you feel alive, and do that. I know you can't just drop everything today and live off of your passion. I'm not saying go quit your job today or, or even ever. You may never be able to live off of your passion, but that's no excuse not to live a passionate life. You have to go, you have to put a plan together you know, a life plan in place to go after that thing which you're passionate about, a plan to go and become that thing, that person that you were designed and purpose to be. You have to do it. You have to find a way. You will never be fully happy and content until you wake up every morning living a purposeful and passionate life. Stop wasting your life watching the clock with the most exciting thing in your day being quitting time. Rekindle your passion and begin living a life worth so here are some fire starters. Uh, I call these fire starters. These are things that once you uh, learn the, the the secret, here are some things you can go ahead and put into effect uh, right away and start to try to uh, transition your thinking and your life. So the first question, these are three questions I want you to uh, simply a- ask and answer yourself. Uh, question number one is, I'm most happy when I'm able to what? Fill in the blank. What makes you most happy? Number two is, if I could do one thing for the rest of my life, I would. And then finally, my true passion is. And once you answer those questions, your fire starters uh, have that. You're starting to build that foundation now on how to uh, rekindle that passion. And and at least you know and have it in front of you what it is that makes you passionate. The next thing we're going to talk about, step two, the second secret uh, is first of all we talk about reclaiming your passion. Now we're talking about uh, we're talking about reclaiming your passion rather. Now we're talking about reclaiming your purpose. You need to reclaim your purpose. Now I'm going to tell you a story about uh, this young lady. Somewhere roughly around November 1948, 250 million sperm fought their way along the fallopian tube highway toward the town of Conceptionville, in the of Margaret. In this town, one predestined sperm met and fertilized one predestined egg, and about 10 months later, on August 6, 1949, a girl child named Jacqueline, which means may God protect, was born. Now, Jacqueline was no ordinary baby. Jacqueline was born with sickle cell anemia, 
a debilitating disease of the red blood cells, which causes excruciating pain. In 1949, there wasn't much known about uh, ways to treat the disease, and doctors told her parents that Jacqueline would not live past six years old. Fast forward 25 years to January 1975, and that girl Jacqueline, who wasn't supposed to live six years old, will wind up giving birth to a 10-pound, two-ounce baby boy. She and her husband would name Ryan, which means little king. So where man said she'd give, uh, well, man said he'd give the baby six years to live. God said, no, I have a purpose for her life, so I will protect her until to a little king, whose purpose will be even greater. Hope I didn't get too deep there, but right, you know, but uh, let's just let's keep going. Here's here's why that moves me. My entire life, I watched a mother fight through her illness and raise me and my sister in spite of all she went through. We didn't have much in the way of things, but we always had what we needed. And she gave us a rich childhood as a middle-class single mother uh, could give two kids growing up in the 80s. In the year 2000, I turned 25 in January, got married in May, purchased my first home in June, and then the unthinkable happened. On August 10th, 2010, just four days after her 51st birthday, I fell ill and passed away. My entire world came crashing down on that day. Everything I had ever done, every goal I'd ever made, was all centered on making her life easier. It was all about finding a way to repay my mother for all the things she had done for my sister and me, and now she was gone. Here I was at 25 years old, two and a half months, and she was gone. Talk about being lost and completely broken. In the weeks and months following her death, I I really began to question what was this journey called life all about? Why did God take my mother away from me so soon? Uh, I was just beginning to reach those adult milestones, and my biggest cheerleader was now gone. One day God showed me uh, that my mother's purpose in my life specifically was to birth me and nurture me right up, right up to the point where I was ready and able to begin walking in my own purpose. She had to live past six years old, uh, if for no other reason but to give birth to me and pour those 25 years of nurturing and development into me so that I could fulfill my purpose. When I think about how preordained our lives are and how many elements had to be put perfectly into place decades and even centuries before we were born in order for us to be in position to fulfill the plan uh, God has for our lives, there's just no way I can believe we weren't put here with a purpose, a greater purpose than just going to work every day, being one in the countless number. When I look at every twist and turn of my life and every obstacle and challenge I was faced with uh, to make me better, all I can do is humbly thank God for choosing and using me. I know without a doubt I was placed on this earth at the time to fulfill a grand purpose. So why are you here? I'm not asking what are your talents and skills, but why are you here? your purpose, your destiny. What is the reason God created you and put you on this earth? That's every person's million dollar question. For some reason, they discover uh, this answer early. So for some people, rather, they discover this answer early on, while for others, they spend their entire life searching for the answer. If you're in the world, as long as you at least accept that there is an answer and the reason you are here, that's the most important. We at least have a strong foundation upon which to build. All you have to do is be willing to go on the journey of discovering and accepting your purpose. Podcast uh, is it, about reigniting your fire. Then it's possible uh, that at some point you became aware of your purpose. However, you stop pursuing it. I've been there. I know my purpose is to reach through, to reach people through multiple modes of media, and empower and entertain them. 
I've attained purpose. I've written best-selling books. I've hosted national radio and television shows. I've, host, I've spoken to thousands of people across the country. I've created television shows. I've developed DVD programs. I've written songs. I've written blogs. I've done a lot. And even with that resume, however, there's one thing I've also done is I've quit. And I talked about that on last week's show. If you missed it, you can go ahead and listen again to last week's show and also talk about it in my book, Create a Better You. So if you don't have that book, you can purchase that at ryancgreen.com. I really get into a more depth into that period of when I quit and I call it the dark period uh, in my life. Uh, But so I won't get into it too much here, but understand that, you know, purpose will, will, will not let you just walk away. Purpose will chase you down and it won't let you just uh, leave it. So reclaiming your purpose is simple as making a decision that your purpose will be your only pursuit. Once you accept the call God has placed in your life and yield to him for, for direction, a life of purpose will be your most rewarding and fulfilling life. If you fall into the trap of forfeiting your purpose or putting it on the back burner, choose today to reclaim your purpose and begin going after it. After all my mother overcame and went through to prepare me for my purpose, how could I walk away and quit? Look at all that's been done to prepare you for a moment like this in your life. Ask yourself the same question. Stop running and reclaim your purpose. Someone 100 years from now is counting on you. So here's some fire starters for this section. Now, question number one is, what is your purpose? Do you already know it? You know, if you know your purpose, write it down. What has prevented you from fulfilling your purpose? And then finally, what are you going to do to overcome those obstacles and go after your purpose? Now, the third secret I'm going to talk about today, the third secret to uh, reigniting your fire within is revive your dreams. Now, we talked about rekindling your passion, reclaiming your purpose, and now we're talking about reviving your dreams. You know, I always had the mantra, dreams are man-made, purposes God-made, destiny is where the two of them meet. Dreams are are what we have and what we uh, what gets us going and things that we want to do, the things we want to accomplish, the things that we see ourselves doing and becoming. And it's so easy to let those dreams go when life, quote unquote, gets in the way. And here's the, here's the thing about that that cliche: life just gets in the way. Life doesn't get in the way. It's life. It's supposed to be there. So it's not about it getting in the way. It's about you having the tools and the uh, know-how to navigate through life, uh, to understand that those obstacles are going to come, to be prepared for them, and to not let them uh, hinder you from uh, pursuing those dreams that you have. You know, dreamers are oftentimes called crazy in the beginning. You know, people will look at a dreamer and say, when they can't see what you see, uh, they'll call you names like crazy. They'll call you stupid. They'll call you irresponsible. Uh, but visionaries and dreamers don't get, you know, people, other people can't see what you see. So it's easy to call your names and they don't see it until it's already done. Then all of a sudden you're called a visionary. You know, because now they, they oh, that's what you were seeing. Uh, but it takes a lot of, 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 of intestinal fortitude uh, you really be able to stand dreams in spite of everyone else telling you no in spite of everyone else telling you that you're crazy in spite of everyone else saying um, that's for someone else to do you know I think about how many times we've seen other people uh, go after their dreams and have crazy success and you sit back and we sit back and wonder like, 
How did they do that? Why did they even do that? How is this person uh, achieving this amount of success with that? Because those people had dreams and they went after them. You know, now you go on your bed, wherever you've tucked your dream away, whether it's under your pillow, whether it's in your, your closet, whether you have hidden your dream, go back, find that dream, and revive it. Give it CPR. Whatever you need to do, take that dream out of its uh, of its place and, and say, this is my dream. Own that dream and make a commitment to bring it back. And make a commitment to go after it. Make a commitment to say that, you know, my dreams are worth pursuing. And here's the thing. A lot of times we'll have dreams and we'll start to uh, uh, belittle them. We'll start making, you know, I have a dream that I want to be, I want to sell a million records. And say, oh, well, maybe I just want to sell 100. You know, um, you start trying to say, well, what can I really achieve? To be let doubt creep in and start chipping away at our dreams. We let, quote, unquote, reality start uh, creeping in and chipping away at our dreams. But when you have a dream, You've got to make it as big as you can. you got to make it as big as humanly possible and go after that dream. Now, I'm not saying you go with reckless abandonment. you got to have a plan. You've got to have tools and resources. You've got to have a way to go about it. Uh, but, you've got to, but you don't let yourself be hindered by outside elements telling you what you're worthy of, what you're worthy of, what kind of dream is good enough for you. If your dream is truly, um, it's, then there's ways that it can happen. So that, those are the three secrets I wanted to share with you today. We're talking about reviving, uh, rekindling your passion, reclaiming your purpose, reviving your dreams. You stick on those three things, you're going to be on your way to reigniting your fire within, reignite, getting passionate about life again, and start going, going uh, moving towards becoming a passionpreneur. All right. So I want to uh, again ask you go to the www.thepassionpreneurs. Uh, dot com website, sign up for our email list, our notifications, so you'll be uh, in tune with what's going on and who at what's coming down the pipe. Uh, October is, uh, well, actually, we start even next week. We've got some great guests coming up. Next week's show, you don't want to miss it. We have former NFL cornerback uh, Keon Carpenter is going to be a guest. He's going to tell us his story about uh, his time in the NFL, uh, his, his nonprofit organizations that he has now. Uh, and it's going to be a great show. We've got a lot of great guests lined up for October as well. Uh, so spread the word, share the word, tell everyone else about the Passionpreneurs Podcast. Every Tuesday, a new episode will be uploaded uh, here at www.thepassionpreneurspodcast.com. So again, I'm Ryan Green. I want to thank you for listening uh, to Passionpreneurs Podcast. Until next week, you all be blessed. Live your most passionate life. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Passionpreneurs Podcast, a production of Greenhouse Media. To listen to past episodes and to subscribe to our email list, visit www.thepassionpreneurs.com. I'm Ryan C. Green. Thanks for listening.